a business that you are obsessed with, built on the effortless feminine frequency, breaking all the freaking rules, having a lot of fun, and being a match for big money. This is Big Business Energy with Milana Saranak. Welcome back to the Big Business Energy Podcast. Oh my God, I'm so happy to have you here. And I am so happy, although if you're listening to this, you won't know, but I'm so happy to be recording this as a video. (laughs) And you may be seeing this video somewhere at some point floating in the ether. Maybe it's going to be like a TikTok or a YouTube video or a reel. I don't know, but I'm really happy. Although I have to say it is strange to be sitting here and like looking at myself in the camera. Usually I will just grab my mic and record and, you know, you don't have to like worry about your background. You don't have to like worry about how you look. So maybe the first video I might be looking, you know, glam and then it'll probably go downhill from here. (laughs) And I have about an hour before I have to go pick up my son from school. So we're going to make this very efficient because I have things that I want to share and tell you. And from the title of the episode, you'll know it's about me taking time off. I've learned so many lessons in doing that, that like I cannot wait to share this with you because this is the first time that I took time off like very, very intentionally from my business. And what happened kind of surprised me. And I think you're going to be surprised as well, or maybe not surprised, but you're going to learn a lot because let me just preface this by saying this isn't one of those stories where it's like, I took time off and made $5 million. Like that didn't happen, but some very interesting things did happen. So keep listening because I will share in just a moment. But first I want to say thank you so much for tuning into the money series that we had been rolling out over the last week or so. I just got the best feedback on that. And what was really interesting is that I just sparked the best conversations with you guys. And a lot of that I didn't share publicly. Like usually when someone sends me a DM or a message being like, wow, I love that episode. It was so good. I'll share that. But these conversations were so deep and it just felt very private, you know, and it didn't feel right to be sharing these like in-depth conversations to my socials or wherever. So I didn't share them, but it was so beautiful to connect with you and so interesting to really realize that we all have the same experiences of money. Like whatever you think your experience of money is and however you think it's different from the rest of the world, I guarantee you it's not because the stories are the same. And so if you haven't seen the money series, if you haven't tuned in, if you haven't listened, I really like encourage you to stop everything you're doing right now. Stop this episode. Go back, listen to those four episodes. You're going to learn so much. It's going to be so helpful and it's just going to really shift your perspective of money. And if that's the only thing that happens, then it's done a lot. A lot has happened. So you can find that on the podcast. It's going to continue to live there. And it's the previous, the four episodes preceding this one. And I'll link them in the show notes as well so you can find it easier. And on that note, before I dive into this episode, I know so many things today, but I actually have something amazing, amazing, amazing to share with you, which is that at the end of this month, I am hosting 
a free challenge. Now, this is a big freaking deal because I haven't hosted a free challenge, I think for maybe like over two years now. So to be hosting a free challenge is like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be bringing this and just like over the moon for what is about to go down at the end of this month. So highly recommend that you jump into that. It is entirely free. And yes, it's a challenge, which means that I'm not just like sharing things with you. I'm actually going to be giving you like workbooks, implementation steps, things to be doing right away to move the needle. So it's a challenge. You're being challenged to actually move. And that's just going to be profound. It's absolutely free happening end of this month. It's called the Consistent Cash Flow Challenge. And it is fully fresh, incredible material that I am just so excited to share with you. So go to the show notes, go and sign up for that. I can't wait to see you there. Okay. (laughs) With all of that, with everything I've had to share. So let's dive into the rest of the episode and what else I have to tell you. So I took a month off. I took a month off from about mid-December to approximately mid-January before I started to like properly come back. In that month, I almost barely didn't post to my social media. And if I did, it was like, here's me drinking my coffee. Like there was very, very few posts and none of them were sales posts. So I wasn't really selling anything during that time. I didn't host any, I didn't do any launches. I didn't really sell anything during that time, which For me, and if you know me, if you are not new to this podcast, you know that like my philosophy is sell every day, sell consistently, show up every day. Like that's what a business is for. And that did not happen. Now, this was intentional. For me, this was very intentional because I plan to take this time off since June last year. This wasn't like a spur of the moment, like, oh, we're taking time off. Like in June 2023, I decided we're going to take January off. Now, the way that it ended up happening was that it wasn't actually January that I fully took off. It actually ended up being like most of December. And that was a little bit unplanned because I was going to go full throttle in December. That didn't happen. I ended up like the family ended up getting sick. Like after my kids' birthdays, we picked up some kind of a bug. If you are a parent, like Lord knows this is just inevitable. Then we were sick and I was like, okay, cool. I'll just get back into things after that. And then like the Christmas period hit and everyone started going on leave and like my whole family was on leave and so we were hanging out and it was New Year then and then we had like Orthodox Christmas at the beginning of the year and then like everything just stacked and it just ended up being weeks and weeks of leave that I kind of didn't plan in December. But anyway, that all worked out perfectly because it was exactly what needed to happen. So It was planned, but unplanned in many ways. And the planned part was that I knew my son was starting school at the end of January. And I'd always said to myself, like this kind of like summer before he starts full-time school, because up until now, he's been at home, he's five and he's never gone to daycare. He's never gone to kindy. He hasn't gone to any kind of care outside of like the grandparents and he's been at home. And so like, it felt like a really big milestone for me, for him to be starting school. And I wanted to have this like beautiful summer 
before he was off to full-time school where we just got to like hang out and do cool stuff and like go to the beach and all of that. And so that was planned from late last year and it was not a difficult thing to plan because it was as simple as like me telling my clients like, hey, I'm going to be away during this time of the year. Like this is what's going to happen. And everyone was totally fine with it. Like it was no big deal. So I'd always plan to take that time off. And that obviously did end up happening. He has started school now. I mean, like a very different school routine life that, you know, why did no one tell me about this? Because now my day revolves around drop off and pick up, which is I swear I have less time than I've ever had before and technically I have more time because he's at school but it doesn't make sense to me how my day feels so much shortened. Maybe I just I need some more time to adjust to this whole new routine. I don't know but so he's at school now. We had an amazing summer. We went to the beach. We did all the things. We like we went for play dates. We we just made the most of it and it was amazing and I'm so glad that I took that time off. I'm glad that I took that entire summer off. I'm glad that I took like however many weeks that it was off. And I think like this is one big thing that I learned is that so many people say they're starting their business for this kind of freedom. They say I'm starting a business so I can have the freedom to take time off and spend time with my kids, to not stress about care during school holidays, to go to the beach whenever I want to work from wherever I want, blah, 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 blah. But then when they start their business, they don't actually ever end up having that kind of freedom. And granted, in the beginning, you may not, of course, experience that kind of freedom because you're in the startup phase. You're building things and it takes a lot from you to build that business. But once you have started that kind of business, or even when you're designing the kind of business you want to have, a lot of people will still not make that leap. Because even though they say that's their value, like freedom is their value, family is their value, they will let other things override that. Because one, maybe they're blind to the fact that they're not actually honoring their values or they're really disillusioned in thinking that like, as once I achieve this thing, then I will have this. And I could be saying to myself like, well, once my business is doing a million dollars a year, then I will take time off. Once my business is doing two million a year, then I will take time off. Once I have three employees, then I will take time off. But like, that's not why I started this business. That's not why I chose this life. I chose this life so I could have that freedom now. This was the driving force of me leaving law is being like, my life is passing me by right now. And one day I'm going to look back and I'm going to go, shit, like I spent my whole life working in an office in a cubicle for someone else and my life passed me by and now I get to retire and now I get to take time off when I when life has already gone when I've missed out on these memories that's why I left law I didn't leave it so I could repeat the same patterns in my business and so for me it was a really easy decision to be like yeah I'm taking time off like yeah we're gonna have time to prepare and I had six months to prepare for like what this was going to be like and what was going to happen So if you are listening to this, my point is like really reassess if you are honoring your values and the reasons why you started your business, or if you're working towards some endless goal where you think that like this end goal is going to create happiness and be honest with yourself about that because one, it's a really easy trap to fall into. But if you are, 
I want you to really get clear and really get honest about like, is this the reason why you chose this life? You chose the life of an entrepreneur. And I'm going to guess no, because most people choose it for the exact reason that they want more freedom. And this is a time to start designing a life for more freedom now, okay? Not when you hit some like, oh, when I make six figures or when, I, when I'm making consistent X months, like now. And you get to have that from the day dot in whatever way that's going to look like for different seasons of your life. So for example, earlier in my business, when it did need more of my time and I couldn't just take a month off, I designed my business so that like I wasn't taking a month off, but like I would work four or five hour days. That was my standard because I wanted to be there for my kids. I wanted to be present for my kids. In times when my kids were newborns and really little, like I would work during nap times. That was my work hours and that was how I designed my day. And now that they're a little bit older, like I and my business is more stable, I can do things like take a month off or take however much I want off. But like you have to honor that for one, what makes sense for you in your season of life and what makes sense for your business in its season. Because if you're just starting a business and you're like three months in and then you're like, well, I want to take a month off, I'm going to tell you like that probably won't work. You can't just, you can, but like I wouldn't recommend it. It's not going to do your business any favors. And so sometimes we need to balance these things. Anyway, I went off on a tangent. So here's what happened to my business when I took this time off. Now, what you need to understand is what my business means, because someone's going to hear this episode. We hear these episodes and we immediately apply someone's story to ourselves. This is just human nature. We just do this. When we're listening to a story, our subconscious is automatically applying that story for us, which is, by the way, why storytelling is so powerful in business and in sales. But the downside of that is you're going to hear this story and you're going to be like applying that to yourself and it may not apply to you. So I want you to take the lessons that do apply to you. And this is a context that I want you to keep when you're listening to this. The context is this. One, I've been in business for, this is my fifth year now, my fifth year. Now, we may say that four of those years were really, truly me being in business because like my first year was just really me fucking around and like not really not doing the things that I should have been doing when it comes to business. It was the year of me like showing up for a month and taking three months off, then showing up for a month and taking like weeks on end off. So we could discount that year, but I'll count it anyway. This is coming up to my fifth year in business. And this also has been a consistent four years of me showing up basically every day without exception, with like the exceptions of some weeks here and there, like every single day without exception, building a really strong brand, building a product suite that has a lot of offers, building a lot of recurring revenue. So let's see what happened. Number one, my business didn't crumble. My business didn't crumble, which is I think what most people are afraid of when they think about taking time off from their business is like, holy shit, is my business going to crumble? My business did not crumble, but it did slow down. So in the six months preceding when I took time off, so like in the six months before the December, my business was an, on an up, 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 up trajectory. It was like every month was kind of like bigger than the last or it was really in a growth phase. It was really growing. And that was amazing. It was beautiful. I love that. Of course, we all want growth. But once I took the time off, that growth halted. It did not actually grow during the time that I took time off. 
And I can be really honest about that. And I want to be really honest about that because I think we hear a lot of stories of like, I took time off and I still made 56 gajillion dollars and my business grew and grew and grew. And I'm not putting down those stories. I think that's epic. Like, fuck yes, if that happened for you. But I just also want you to know it doesn't happen for everyone. That did not happen for me. My business did not grow, 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 grow. What did happen though is it stabilized. It stabilized and I was like, I had recurring revenue coming in plus some extra sales on top that stabilized me at a figure which I believe and I call my energetic minimum. If you listen to the money series, you'll actually know what that means. But That was a number that the lowest I'm available for in my business. And that's a number that came in during both December and January, a little bit varied, but like the minimum was always hit. I never went below my minimum, even though I wasn't like selling new stuff, launching new things, doing all the stuff. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that people still bought stuff, even though I wasn't promoting it. So this is how you know that your business is strong is when your backend systems and the things that you put in place up until that time are still creating sales, even though you are not selling those things. So people still purchased passive offers from me. And I believe a lot of these came from some of the backend systems that I have set up and also my previous content. But they purchased things like my wildfire content program. They purchased things like magnetic messaging portal. People enrolled into ESA. Like these are signature programs that I am known for, that I have a brand established around, that I have lots of content around that really sells for me. And even though that content wasn't new and fresh, like someone would have come across that. They would have come across a post, a TikTok piece of content on my podcast and being like, yeah, I want this and gone into it. Or they would have been coming across some of my backend systems as sales is. These backend systems is actually one of the things that I will talk about inside the consistent cash flow challenge. So if you haven't signed up to that, press pause, go sign up. The link is in the show notes. I'm going to share with you what these backend systems are. I call them my invisible sales systems. And I think we really need to have those in place if we want to have consistency in our sales and we want to experience those like repeatable sales. Another thing that happened is that I still received inquiries to work with me one-on-one almost weekly while I was away. Now, this was also to me a sign of the strength of my brand, the strength of my content and the general strength of my business that even though I was not present at all, like I was not on stories, I wasn't promoting, people were still inquiring and applying for both the mastermind and my one-on-one. So all of those things were really positive. Now, thing that did happen on the flip side is that traffic significantly slowed down. And when I say traffic, my traffic, my leads in my business, I generated entirely organically. So this is entirely generated from content alone in my business, the way that it's set up now. And that slowed down significantly. I saw a big slowdown in that. And that's honestly to be expected. Like you'd kind of be crazy to think that they're not going to slow down unless you're using paid traffic to boost it if you're not putting out consistent content. And so I saw there was a significant slowdown of how many people were, you know, visiting my Instagram, how many people were viewing my stories, the ones that I did post, how many people were coming through to my TikTok, all of that did slow down. 
And while it was like expected, it was like, okay, cool. This is actually a core pillar of my business. And I already knew this, but it just reinforces that it's a core pillar of my business. And like, that is something that is absolutely crucial to the strength of my business when it comes to growing it, which is continual new fresh traffic through my organic social media, through my organic content. So that did slow down. What didn't slow down so much and what still grew is the my email list. So my email list still grew and I think that that was to be expected because I have some incredible opt-ins that people like opt into every single day and content that leads to those opt-ins. So the email list grew and what also grew or, or really stabilized, I should say, is the podcast. So the podcast continued to receive downloads, even on the times that I was completely away. Now, generally podcasts do slow down in December anyway. So me being away in December didn't really like it wasn't really a big impact because that is the one time of the year that podcasts really do slow down but I didn't entirely stop the podcast like I obviously did the money series I was you know back onto the podcast in January so I don't have exact like proper data to share around the podcast but it did grow and people still visited it even while I was completely away which probably was helped by some like SEO or some content that does lead to the podcast as well. So All in all, like, here's why all of this matters, what all the lessons in this are. One is that you need to set up a business that has recurring revenue because that is the number one thing that sustained me in being able to take time off completely chill during these couple of months. It's that I knew already going into it, I had enough recurring revenue that not only was it going to cover all my bills, all my expenses, it was still going to get me paid. Like I pay myself a certain amount. So, you know, when like people share their income, they're like, I made $30,000 this month. Obviously, I don't know if it's obvious to a lot of people, but I'm not paying myself $30,000 out of that $30,000 that I've earned. There is expenses and money that gets put towards taxes and all the things, but there is a minimum amount that I pay myself every month. And I follow profit first, which means I pay myself first before I pay anything or anyone else. I knew that I was going to be paying myself that minimum amount and that was non-negotiable. So that recurring revenue was going to go towards that. That was like, that's just something that I think if you want to have an effortless chill business, you need to have some kind of recurring revenue. So you understand that like the world won't crash and burn if you have to pull out of your business for whatever reason, for however long. And I will teach you how to do this inside the consistent cash flow challenge. The next thing that was really reinforced is that you need to have a strong brand because if you have a strong brand and you have stacked up content, I talk about this in wildfire content all the time, but if you have content that is stacked up, you don't have to consistently and continually be showing up because that content will continue to do the work for you, even when you are not there to do the work. And This was really like very, became very clear when I wasn't posting new content, old content was still getting likes, it was still getting comments, and it was still leading people into the offers that I wanted to lead them. And so if you can create your stash of content, your content stack, I call it your storefront, that's going to serve you for months and months and years to come. The third thing is that my backend systems that bring me sales in 
did so much heavy lifting in terms of selling some of the offers that I wasn't actively selling. And I was so glad to have those in place because there is nothing better than opening your phone and seeing a payment notification and being like, how did they even find that? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Like they would have like gotten through that thing that I set up. And so this is why I'm excited to teach on this in the consistent cash flow challenge because I think these things are so easy to set up. And even if they don't create sales, which they will, but even if they didn't create sales, they create brand awareness around your products. And like, it's just such a win-win and it, it takes you almost no time at all to set them up. So backend systems for the win. And the last thing is that taking time off was very interesting because a lot of people messaged me and being like, wow, that's so incredible. Wow. I wish I could do that. Oh my God. How are you doing this? Like lots of questions around this. And while I get this, some of the people that I was speaking to, I'm like, but you can't do this. But like, you're the place in business where you totally could do this, you know? And even if maybe you couldn't do it tomorrow, you could set things up over the next month or two where in month three you can do this and you can do it. When I say take time off, like I don't mean you do it in a way that's frantic, that's like you panicking every day of like, is money going to come in? Am I going to make sales? I mean, you take time off and you know that sales are coming in. You know that money's still flowing through. You know your business is going to be okay. It's going to be okay because you're going to be back to it. That's what I mean. And that was one thing that was like very interesting is that I think there is a lot of people, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs who are talking about freedom. They're talking about like designing a life you love and a business you love, but they're not actually embodied in it. They're not truly embodied in it in the way that at least aligns with me. Because maybe their version of freedom and life they love is one thing. But for me, true freedom is when I can actually take time off whenever I want to. When I can actually clear my schedule whenever I want to. When I can take off more than... And not like, oh, I cleared my schedule on Wednesday evening. I'm like, I can take a month off if I want to. I could take six months off if I wanted to. like, And I would just plan for that. But I could do that. I could make that happen with my business and my mindset is strong enough to do that because I wouldn't be in a worried, panic state. Like my business is going to be here. It's all good. And like, I think also the money mindset plays into this because my belief is that money's flowing in. It's always coming in. Money is always making its way to me. Money is always making its way into my business. My business is always attracting new people, new opportunities, new ways for money to flow in, and it's all good. And this belief, this mindset is what has me being really chilled in business. What has me being in flow? What makes business fun and easy? Because I'm not stressed about this stuff. I'm not stressed about making money. And this is what I want for you guys. I want this for everyone. And I think everyone can get there. And it takes some mindset work. It takes some strategy. It takes some commitment. But every single person can create this for their business. And they should create this for their business because this is the ultimate freedom. So in saying that, go to the show notes, go and sign up for the Consistent Cash Flow Challenge if you haven't yet. And I will see you and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.